What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner, and I am just back in Philadelphia after a weekend away in San Diego for the Impact Collective, which is a bunch of incredible people getting together to try and create impact. So there was about 100 nutrition coaches, personal trainers, business coaches, just an amazing room of people, of speakers. I actually had the honor and privilege to present to the group, um, which was on Friday. And I gave a a talk about how to build a culture, um, some of the things that I've been able to do uh, within my business to really create an incredible community. And I talked about how important that is to not just, you know, build a business with clients that, you know, you're actually building a movement, a community, a culture and why it's so important. So, um, you know, really spoke about you as, as a listener, you know, talking about the podcast, talking about my Facebook group, talking about the people who are really a part of this movement for, you know, avoiding the one size fits all approach to dieting, to finding your forever solution, to understanding the importance of individual variants and understanding that we're all unique and we're all different so that we can't just follow somebody else's rules and expect to see success. And, you know, ultimately our movement, the way that we kind of wrap it up in one phrase is that you are the answer. And so all of the diets, all of the past attempts, uh, you know, all of the stuff that we've tried previously that didn't work. It, it was not because, you know, we're to blame. It's not because we weren't, we didn't have enough willpower. It's not because we didn't have enough, enough discipline. It's because no traditional diet program out there actually factors in who you are as a person. And that is what we believe in. Um, so that is truly our movement. Um, but that's not what I'm going to talk about on this episode. I just wanted to give a little update on what the weekend entailed for me. It was a an incredibly impactful weekend, which kind of fits because it was called the Impact Collective. And I just thought it was cool that I had the opportunity to really speak about my tribe and and you as a listener and um, you know the the movement that we're on. But one of the things that's interesting about that is even though you know we talk about individualization and understanding your personality type and understanding the things in your life that are meaningful for you and how to factor all of those things into your nutrition and your fitness, um, how to be in total alignment with your values and still you know, be able to make progress and get the physical results you want um, as you're improving your mindset and improving your health. And you know, all of these th- things can live synergistically. We don't have to overhaul everything to fit within our diet. And nor should we try to. However, there is an interesting point that came up, which is really what I want to talk about. And it's the concept of we spend a lot of time as coaches, as educators, um, and even as consumers telling people what not to do. We spend a lot of time, like, you know, if you've ever had a friend who's like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing keto, should I do that? And, and a lot of times the initial reaction is like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Like, how are you going to cut out carbs? You're never going to be able to sustain it. That's so restrictive. And right, we, like, we get passionate about it and we're like, we don't want to see that person fail because we care about them so deeply. And we're like, no, don't do it. That's stupid. Um, and in reality, that reaction makes them feel like they're stupid. And even though you can present 
all the logic in the world. You can present all the education in the world. If they have a belief um, and they want to try something and you kind of shut it down, uh, you're not really doing them any favors. Now, I think it's important to understand that you know education is a tool that we need to put more kind of resources behind. Like that is kind of the point of hopefully getting people to their own conclusion that they don't need to try something restrictive, that they don't need a quick fix, um, that they don't need to try to follow somebody else's rules and all that stuff. I think education is so important for that process, getting people to understand that on their own. However, if somebody has a belief that they want to try something regardless, uh, you know, I think that the main thing that we have to understand is sometimes you just have to do the thing before you know. And, you know, this comes in many different shapes and sizes. So, you know, dieting is just one example. If somebody thinks that losing 10 pounds is going to be the key to their happiness and fulfillment, sometimes they just need to lose the 10 pounds to realize that it really wasn't about the 10 pounds. And then hopefully at that point after they lose the 10 pounds, um, we, we kind of catch them and pivot them into the right direction before they just try and move the goalpost further back. Um, that was kind of my reality where I thought, you know, being less than 200 pounds would be the key to happiness and fulfillment. Um, when I got there, I kept, I moved the goalpost to 190 and then I moved it again to 180 and then I moved it again to 170. Um, and it was, it honestly, it wasn't until, I got the thing that I thought I needed to realize that it was never really the thing in the first place. Um, I had to learn the lesson multiple times. You know, hopefully we can catch people, you know, after the first time. But the, the point that really hit home was that sometimes you just have to try the thing. Sometimes you just have to do the thing to know. And that goes for, you know, relationships, that goes for, you know, if you're chasing like revenue goals in your business or your career, um, re- you know, if you're whatever it is that you're kind of associating with the thing, like the thing that's going to unlock this happiness. Like we always think like, I'll be happy when dot, dot, dot. And a lot of times people try to talk us out of it. It's like, no, you don't understand. I've been there. I've done that. And it's not going to be what you think, but we can hear all the logic we want. If we have this belief, sometimes we just need to get the thing to realize that it was never the thing. Um, so, you know, I find it interesting how there's a lot of, you know, people out there, coaches out there who will go to incredibly like they'll get very defensive and they'll get argumentative about, you know, challenges and, you know, six week weight loss challenges and supplements and all this stuff, which, you know, I am not saying that those are positives. Like it, it obviously depends on, on the context and, and how it's structured. But in general, like there can be an example of somebody who starts on a challenge. And even though it's not the right approach for them at that moment, maybe it gives them just enough of a buy-in that they then find their own way to get to where they actually want to be. And like my first challenge was was awful. It, it led to a lot of disordered eating. It led to some horrible um, body dysmorphia and just led me down a dark path. And ultimately, I think I needed that to get to where I am today, to have the perspective that I do, to be able to lead the movement that I'm leading. And I think that sometimes, like I said, you just need to try the thing to realize that it's not the thing. Now, I, I wouldn't wish any of that kind of psychological damage on anybody, but 
sometimes the thing that we think is so horrible, you know, something like a fat burner supplement, like in my opinion, it's a total waste of money. It's not actually going to do anything for you. But what if somebody bought a fat burner supplement and because they invested their money in this supplement, they started training more consistently. They started eating better quality foods. They started paying attention to their intake. They started drinking more water and sleeping better. Now, the supplement itself didn't actually do anything, but just the simple act of investing in a supplement made them change some of those habits that actually made a difference. So it was a very good investment. Investment in that sense, the supplement worked. You know, it, it caused them to buy into the process. So sometimes we we just look at things so um, so narrow focused. It's very myopic and saying, well, just because this supplement doesn't do anything, then there's never any application or it never does any good. And um, it could be something that just gets that person to buy into the whole process of living a healthier lifestyle. And um, it doesn't matter if if it actually was the supplement itself. Um, the same thing with like, you know, a challenge or um, any sort of protocol like trying keto and trying carnivore, whatever it is, you know, if you experiment, um, sometimes you just need to realize that it's not the thing that you thought it was. Or maybe it helps you understand something else that you can then carry forward. Like one of the things that I ask every new client that signs up for a, for coaching with us is about their dieting history. And I want to find out what they liked and what they didn't like. There's always a learning opportunity. There's always something that we can take away from those experiences. Um, Oftentimes, people are like a little embarrassed. And I'm like, hey, I have literally tried everything you can imagine. So whatever you're going to say, I probably tried it in some way, shape, or form. Um, And then we just share, like, you know, we we talk about that experience. What did you learn from it? What can you take away from it? Um, Was there anything about the way that it was structured or organized or the foods that you we're eating, like anything that we can apply to find that forever solution for you. So um, I'm all about the the self-experimentation. I'm all about, you know, if you think you need something, I'm not going to try to like out logic you. I'm not going to say, oh, that's stupid. Like um, I had somebody recently who asked me about keto and I was just, you know, like, hey, here's my take on keto. Um, as far as my personal experience, I'm like, I think that you should absolutely try it and see how it makes you feel and pay attention to if, you know, if you notice any positive changes, if it feels sustainable within your lifestyle, um, all of that stuff and just kind of gave her some stuff to consider as she goes on this journey for trying keto. Um, if I was like, you know what? Keto is ridiculously stupid. You should not do that. That's a horrible idea. Like she would probably think I'm an asshole and be like, "Why? Why are you calling me stupid?" And and this is something that I maybe I you know her best friend had a lot of success with it. So now not only am I criticizing her, but now I'm making kind of an indirect criticism on her best friend too. Like you never know where this idea is coming from. So to just like shit on a concept without understanding the context um, and just trying to like out reason or out logic somebody, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's, It's the same thing with like, you know, intermittent fasting. People are kind of taking intermittent fasting. It's, it's gained, or I should say regained a lot of popularity and, I've, you know, actually a lot of the the new clients that I've talked to uh, recently have have all been intermittent fasting, and for whatever reason, um, just kind of a random coincidence. But if I were to say, like, you know what, that that's not really smart because uh, you know, based on your schedule, 
and your you know your work demands in the morning and uh, that you're hungry at the end of the evening like intermittent fasting is a really bad idea like I'm coming off as as argumentative right off the bat and it doesn't really bode well for the working relationship that's about to ensue um, helping to educate is different than just saying like you shouldn't do this because of science and then just trying to like drop some study it doesn't work that way we make decisions based off of emotion and sometimes you know you can have a very personal reason uh, maybe you had a friend who you know lost a lot of weight and looks amazing and feels great because they did some form of intermittent fasting and now um, you see yourself in that person so you want to go through that same process and there's nothing wrong with that and I think that is what I hope that the industry can understand is that just by like telling everyone what they're doing wrong it's not helpful a much better approach is allowing people to try things for themselves and and then helping them understand why something didn't work or maybe helping them understand um, for the next time what we can learn from those past experiences and how we can use those to create that lifelong sustainable plan for them based off of their own individual variables, based off of their personality, based off of their values, based off of their social life. And we actually start to unpack the, the you know, kind of the, the secret sauce for that individual. Um, but the main point that I'm trying to make here is that we need to be more open-minded about letting people try the thing that they think is the thing. And it's not until you actually get the thing that you will learn whether it's the thing or not. And it's, you know, like, like I said, it applies to so many different areas of your life. Um, some people are very money driven. They think, you know, once I make X amount of dollars, I'm going to be happy. Um, and then we see this like statistically with, with lottery winners. Um, most of the time they end up more broke than before and end up blowing their money or, um, you know, not having, they end up depressed and uh, because they weren't prepared for that kind of money, they thought that just snapping their fingers and getting that money was going to make them happy. Um, it wasn't until they got the thing that they were able to learn that it wasn't the thing. And so, um, same thing with weight loss, same thing with like relationships. You think, oh, well, if I could just get that person to go out with me or if I could sleep with that person, like then it, that would be so happy. And um, sometimes you just have to, to do it and realize that it wasn't what you thought it would be. Um, or you find out that it was, or there's, you know, uh, you know, a great kind of, revelation that happens through that process and you know you, you go through it and you find yourself wildly fulfilled and happy um, the point is that experimentation needs to exist in the nutrition and fitness space um, I think you know trying different training modalities trying different nutrition protocols um, rather than constantly having this argument about what's best and what this, the literature says and um, again education is super important but we have to always remember that it's constant evolving you know new studies are, are always coming out you know this is a a kind of <clears throat> relatively new field so we're going to continue to learn more um, the human metabolism and the human brain which are two of the things that are highly involved in any sort of nutrition training plan um, those are the two things that we know like the least about for certain um, especially the brain and and metabolism is metabolism is probably number two. So like, let's stop making these concrete, firm statements that and trying to apply them across the board to the masses and just letting people try shit. 
and then helping them understand when, you know, if they get to that point of, you know what, I did this and it didn't work for me, then helping them understand why and then turning them in the right direction so that we can find that forever solution. But, you know, sometimes it just takes the process of, you know, it's, it's much more powerful and impactful for you to actually go through it and see for yourself versus me just, you know, kind of standing on my soapbox and saying, well, I've been there before and it didn't do anything for me, but I'm not you and you are not the person that you're talking to. And like that, you know, we have to understand everybody's going to have a different experience, a different lens, a different filter, um, a different identity. So let's stop trying to project our own shit onto other people and just let them try shit and then learn for themselves. So that is the point that I'm trying to make with this with this topic is that sometimes you just need to do the thing until you know if it's actually the thing. Um, and that's the message that I want to leave you guys with. Um, if you feel me on this, then let me know. Let me know if I am totally on an island, which I am cool with. If this is just me, you know, I got my own opinion and nobody agrees with me. I'm totally willing to accept that. But if you feel me on this, tag me on Instagram and post it to your stories or shoot me a DM. It's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. I've got some great interviews lined up this week. I'm super excited to be back and we'll keep rolling with three episodes per week. Uh, So I will talk to you guys next time.